Uh, there we go. The time is three minutes past seven on this beautiful, beautiful Monday evening. Uh, can you believe time is running? Huh? It is already the fifth month of the year. It is May. And um, I said that in the first show, and I'll say it again. They say time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure if I'm having fun on a daily basis with the stuff I'm busy with. But let me put it this way. Um, the greater the challenges, the bigger the God. And if, if I sit here and I see how tough times have been the past five months, then I can only testify of how good my God is for how he's pulled me through the past uh, five months. That being said, thanks for staying tuned to your Daily Companion Radio Pulpit. And I thank you for listening to the um, for listening to the sports show. I see someone actually sent me a link here. Um, in the sports show, we spoke about uh, Formula One driver Charles Leclerc, who released his, uh, his single over the weekend for playing piano. And someone said, me his piano link. <laughs> That's so cool. Uh, the guy's name is Boss. Thanks, Boss, for that. Not Boss. Boss. B-I-S, Boss, man. You guys can think to yourself what that is. Alright, so we'll be uh, spending time the next hour once again on Filling the Gap, and we've got our awesome guests back. Um, I don't know. Should we call it part two? I don't know what we should call it. Uh, nevertheless, we're going to have some fun. That being said, please, our social media channels are open in front of me right now. Our Facebook's open, WhatsApp's open, Telegram's open, SMS is open, and remember that number, 0826 Six five seven two seven two nine, and uh, you can tune in uh, for that specifically. Um, and you can um, send me messages. Send me messages. I'd like to know what you have uh, got to say to my guests here. Just do me a favor. Don't don't be like one of my friends um, who only points out the one mistake you make and totally forgets about the 99 other good stuff that you do. I'm not going to mention any names on radio. I think it is so unfair to mention names on the radio. Um, I don't think it's it's right. But um, uh, Brenton, you also don't think it's right, ne? Uh, it's not right, man. <laughs> okay, so that's that's why I won't. Who's it, Mazak How are you? I'm super blessed. Uh, are you good? It's always good when I see you. Oh, you, you, you. Guys, that is called sucking up oh after I just called him out, man. <laughs> that is called sucking up after I just called him out. How are I'm you? I'm calling you out. Oh, you like calling me out? I'm calling you out. It's good to see you. Oh, okay. Is that what you're calling me out about? Not about Paul. Paul, Paul. <laughs> no, not, not about Paul. Paul's got I, I don't remember that. I remember the messages. Okay, but not the Paul part. No. no I like that. <laughs> okay, um, just tell our guests, uh, well, our, our listeners again, who's joining us again tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, thank <laughs> you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to the most awesome show ever. Oh we have a return of part two with the two most amazing women. Oh, wow. Can you please introduce yourself, ladies? What's going on with you tonight? I have no idea. Must be the tea he had before he got here. Did you have tea? Good tea. Yeah, good but, tea. But, but without, tea. without me. <laughs> That's not fair. We'll like I said. <laughs> Not fair. Anyway, all right, let me rather go. How are you? Hello, hello, Dwayne. Hi, everybody. It's Harmony here from Brokenness Meets Grace. Hi, everyone. It's Garabo here, also from Brokenness Meets Grace. Brokenness Meets Grace. <laughs> I, I can't get over that name. <laughs> it, it just remains a beautiful, beautiful name. I, I once again listened to that song. I don't know if you guys went and actually listened to it. I, last, the last time you guys were here, I challenged you, you to go listen to a song called Broken Together. I give a cease, man. Sorry, you? There's so much you challenged no. us to do that night. I didn't challenge you on a lot. Pull yeah. that mic closer. Yeah. You, I didn't challenge you on a you lot. You did. You asked us to follow some people and look them <laughs> up. Something about Unleashed. 
unleashed women. There was a yes. woman unleashed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. You, had to, you, you gave us a lot of homework. And then you said, you're coming back next time. And we're like, okay, you need to prepare for that as well. So you forgot the song. And then we forgot the song. <laughs> oh, how broken is Ooh, that? Eh, eh. <laughs> the two of us are broken together. <laughs> <laughs> well, look on the bright side. <laughs> Casting Crown said, uh, uh, two of us were never meant to be um, complete. Oh, maybe we were go. called to be broken together. Together, oh, wow. there you go. But, but just think about this oh, for a moment. This is so off topic. I don't even know what the topic is. But uh, <laughs> we, we we so often look for the perfect man yeah. and the perfect lady. Mm. But I don't I, I don't believe the perfect person exists. No, they do no. not. Absolutely not. But imagine you can just understand that there's a reason why she's half empty because she's missing me. Yeah. Mm. That's, beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. That's actually that's that, that's deep, my brother. <laughs> Oh, wrong show. <laughs> Not the title for tonight. <laughs> no, this is the wrong month. We should, we should do it in Feb, right? Yeah, no, definitely. Okay. Anyway, oh man, love is Jesus, 12 months of the year. Come Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Okay, what are we talking about tonight? Tonight we are talking about and the God of the impossible. Mm. Yeah, I love what you said when we started. Mm. Um, how the past five months you literally couldn't have made it through without him. Mm. And that's exactly how I feel. Like, he has literally been the one thing gluing the past, my God, year, three, four years. But more recently, just experiencing his grace and just his presence um, amidst every storm has been so comforting. Um, and he truly is the God of the impossible. And that's what we're talking about today, right? Yeah. He's, it, it, it is a consistent God, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And it's, it's very weird that I didn't know that this is what you guys were going to talk about. The first song that we sang in church yesterday was Nothing is Impossible. impossible. Oh, wow. Through you, I can do anything. Yeah. And then the message was very much also about, listen, the devil might call chess mate on your life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but um, the king still has, has a move. The, That's the king still has sure. a move. Sure, Poppy. Yeah. I like you. Act save you, like you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is how it started. How it started. <laughs> and then we forgot the song. <laughs> okay, so um, what did you say? Brokenness meets... What's your place called? Brokenness meets grace. Meets grace. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, um, I, th- I, think I, yeah, I think I said that last time, but if I didn't, I just want to leave you with this. Okay, just don't mm-hmm. eat on this. I'm okay. giving you guys more homework. Got it. Okay. Grace. Did I say it last time? If I didn't. Grace is freely available mm-hmm. yet the most expensive thing ever paid Amen. for mm. sure. you said it in mm. uh, you said it last week at at a at school at a devotion mm. yes that's yeah, where you said but it. now when I, when, I, uh, when I hear their name sure. and I hear that grace but if, if you think about that it's freely available yeah. Amen. yet it's the most expensive thing ever sure. paid for that's but we want it so uh, quickly and cheap yeah. We make it cheap yeah. But grace isn't cheap Okay, what's been happening in your In your in your, in your non-profit What's been happening in the past month Ladies, go for it Wow Sure, so, so much, much. <laughs> But come on, just give us a, give us the scoop Okay, you wanna go? Um, sure What has been happening? So we are teaching them how to be entrepreneurs So we've officially started our entrepreneurial workshop And we're just teaching them how to be businesswoman really and yeah. empowering them with the skill that they need to run their own businesses and just be self-sustainable mm-hmm. we also opened up or relaunched our shop 
charity our charity shop. shop, BBM Charity Shop. It looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. and we Brenton literally made. <laughs> yes, he was. Yes, he was. <laughs> yes. He, he brought in a lot of stuff. And yeah, the community came in and they yeah. really helped us out a lot, a lot. So we're super excited about that. Please check it out. We have a Facebook page, BBM Charity Shop. It's fairly mm-hmm. simple. It's easy. It's got the long, long name. Name is yeah. just BBM. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're excited about that. And you and can find us at the Littleton Shopping yes. Center. A big shout out to Littleton Shopping Center. Yes. Am I allowed to do that? <laughs> you just did. I just, sorry if I'm not. I'll <laughs> ask questions later. But yeah, a big shout out to them for giving us the platform to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. They really support our cause. Um, the charity shop is opposite the RNL pharmacy next to PIP. Uh, please come in and find some really great items at super, super affordable prices. All the proceeds for that shop go towards the foundation um, so that we are able to actually run these programs um, and cover all the operational costs involved in that. So, yes. And we have a coffee shop. I mean, a coffee section. station. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. if you want to come in and have a coffee with a scone and read a book, yeah. we have that too. There you got my attention. <laughs> I knew it would. <laughs> yeah. I had to throw that in. Black coffee king. <laughs> if, you, if you want to lure me in, there's got to be good coffee. <laughs> I'm a coffee freak. Yeah. yeah. Like, or, or coffee snob. <laughs> you know there's actually a South African gospel band called Coffee Snob. Really? I promise what? you. It's a gospel band. Um, it's a husband and a wife, and they they, they sing songs called they, they, they're called coffee snobs. Is that like your wow. your, your alter ego? Is no, 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 actually not. no, actually not. You know what? I never I never knew that. I never wow. knew that until I until I saw uh, some. There we go, coffee snobs. Wow. Uh, the road. Um, I think you know what, ne? I think before we get this going, hold on, hold on. Let's make let's let's have fun, don't you think? Hey, let's go. Okay, let's see. Uh, this is totally unplanned. I hope this is a good one. Okay, we're gonna take a short break and we're gonna listen to Coffee Snobs, and the song is called The Road. And when we get back, we're gonna jump straight into the topic of this evening. Let's hear it. This is what it sounds like: uh, The Road by Coffee Snobs. All right, that is TBN in Africa Channel three four three on DSTV. Once again, shout out to TBN Africa. Thank you for being an awesome sponsor. Right here on Radio Pulpit. Oh, wow. My favorite program. Love you all. Well, do you want to take a guess who that is? Danny Daff. Danny Daff. You've got it so right. Amen. Ooh, this must Danny Daff's a blue eye boy, but he's also <laughs> now. What do you? I sometimes wonder if I must just go look for parking when you're around. Huh? Ooh, eh, eh. Okay, let's get back to our topic. Please give some, uh, you gave the, the theme, um, give some context. We've been through, yeah, quite a, a tumultuous couple of weeks. A lot has happened. And um, in all of that, it was not supposed to work out the way that it did. Um, it was supposed to be dire. We were supposed to be um, basically out on the streets at some point, yeah. if I can be frank. We yeah. we were living at a place in um, Centurion and the landlords at that place were selling the unit. They gave us, of course, they did the due diligence and they gave us like two months, but we just couldn't find a place. Um, And with all of the work that we're doing in between, um, you know, when you're doing kingdom work, your personal life sort of takes a back seat because you prioritize everything related to the kingdom and the work that you have to do. So this move was always in the back of our minds. And we're like, you know what, God will figure it out. We'll find it. We'll look and we'll see if nothing comes up. We know he's got us. But getting closer and closer to the time, it just felt so heavy, you know, Um and there was that going on and the program is running and we have to juggle between our secular work and the program. And it was just really, really, really tight for us. And um, closer and closer to the time, literally the day that we had to move, the two days before, we didn't know where we were going to go because 
they were like, Wednesday, we need to be out so that they can start to renovate the place and actually put it on the market. But the place that we had found, we could only occupy that place at the end of the month. So between then and there, it was like, okay, what are we going to do now? Um, and it seems like quite a trivial thing to talk about. You know, it seems like it's such a, okay, surely you have family, you no, have friends. No, it's big. No, it's <laughs> yeah. big. You know, but when you look at the greater scheme of things and you're talking about kids and you're talking about just settling, there's nothing worse than being unsettled. You know, not knowing where you're going, what's happening, having a sense of peace and stability. But closer and closer to the time, it just got more and more real. And we just realized, of course, God came through, only like he does. And he literally came through the day before we were supposed to be out. Um, and he only came through after we had done the work we had to do. After we came to the program, after we de- delivered the workshop for the ladies that day, literally at the end of the program, the phone call came through and they were like, the, the people are out, you guys can come through, the place is available. So that was the miracle. But for us, it was it, it made us realize just how much God loves a stage, you know? And everything can seem so incredibly impossible And in a lot of ways, I think he wants that. I think he wants it to look like there's literally no way out where he is the only one that can get you out so that the glory goes to him. And that's how this this topic came up for us because it's so real for us that he is the God of the impossible because there should never be any doubt in anybody's mind that the only person that could get you out of that is God. And that's what he loves. He loves setting a stage. And so often I think as people, we get so frazzled and so panicked and we start to doubt him and we start to doubt whether he's there because we don't see things working out in our carnal eye the way that we want them to. But we fail to understand that in the background, Christ is busy working things out to even surpass what we could ever imagine. Um, And when he shows up, it all points to him. So, yeah. Brendan, this feels like part two of Sunday (laughs) morning. Let me let me point uh, just a few pointers of Sunday morning's message. Um, sometimes God allows you to fall yeah. so that you can view the situation from a different angle and perspective. Absolutely. I know this sounds weird now, but if you stand uh, in front of a table, you're always going to only see the top of the table. Yeah. But there's a reason why God sometimes allow you to fall mm. because if you were not on the floor. Yeah and looked up, you would not see the table from the bottom of the table. And it changes the perspective. And uh, something that's very profound about what you mentioned was um, one of the testimonies that I used in my message Mm. (coughs) was a very good friend of ours, um, Jan and Alice Miller. Mm. Um, I love them to bits, so I don't mind saying their name. They have a a 23, 24-year-old son um, who who flew to Canada last week Wednesday. Mm to go work there for two years. And when I spoke to Alice about the journey that I'm about to walk with her son, he's going to touch base with me once a week just to be a spiritual accountability. Mm. Right? Mm. One of the stuff that she mentioned was so beautiful. I don't know if you can remember what I said. Um, but she said, please remind my son of his responsibility to pay his tithes. Mm. Mm. And, 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 and I was like the skeptic Christian. Mm. You know that skeptic Christian that sits in church at the moment, the pastor talks about that. Then I want to leave church because this guy just chasing money. money. You know, that's what they do. But Alice said something so profound. She said, it's not a matter of me as a mother and a father don't have money. Mm. It is a matter of as long as we supply Mm. him when he needs, Mm. he's never going to learn to trust God fully. And then she said something very profound. She says that is the main reason why people in church today don't want to pay their tithes because they think about their budget. Mm. 
and their budgets that not, does not make sense. Mm. And actually what they are doing, and this is so profound, Alice, if you are listening tonight, um, thank you for sharing this. But what, what she actually mentioned was the moment you rely on your budget, mm. you don't rely on God. No. Because your human mind and your, your human mind does not consist of the ability to think godly. Yeah. Your human mind simply says, I've got 5,000, I can't give 500 mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. But the moment you, do, you pay your tithes mm-hmm. and you don't care about your budget, mm-hmm. then that means you must be 100% relying on, on God. God. And this was actually a very profound, and I'll say it, Aina. But it's ain't nothing for people who don't pay tithes because their budgets don't mm. allow. And I can't help but wonder, these people's budgets will never work out. No, never, it will never. And they'll never get a raise in salaries. Mm. And they'll mm. always be stuck in the mm. same position because they don't know how to let go and Absolutely. let God. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Sure. And, and I mean, tithe in that respect is everything, not just monetary your time mm. how often do we say oh gosh i was meant to spend time with god this morning but i just got so busy you know i've got so many things that i need to do you know tithe in that sense is also your servitude you know giving to other people of your your your, your servitude and and you're so so right that is such an important thing because if you keep making excuses for not availing yourself to god to show up in your life he cannot you sort of tie his hands. You limit him to what he can do. So, and is it and isn't it ironic? People want to go up to a church where the electricity should just be on. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, but, but sorry, I'll be bl- I'll be bluntly honest. They'll go up to a church where they want to see upgrades. <laughs> They go up to a church where they want to receive free coffee. Yeah. They go up to a church. Sorry, but let, let's call a spade a spade. They it's go up true. to a church and they expect the pastor should live on what? On love and, mm. and water. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. What about the pastor's medical aid? Yeah. And, and it's very weird because we want to go eat from someone. Mm. But we've got to make sure that the person standing on that pulpit is standing on that pulpit yeah. and not falling into pieces because he yeah. can't even look after himself. Okay. And that is the responsibility of a congregation. Mm. And, and it's very sad. Recently, I don't want to mention names or where the article was uh, released um, because it, it is a book that will be released shortly. Um, but less than 3% of South African church members pay tithes. Hmm. They say eh? hmm. Less than 3%. And that is why in South Africa, more ministers leave hmm. their churches every month in South Africa than new ministers being ordained to churches. Because there's no livelihood. There's no livelihood. And no. um, one of my good friends, we're going to play out with one of these songs. His name is Adam Barnard. Uh, God rest his soul. He passed away um, a year ago. But um, Adam came from a very, very, very successful group uh, of South African artists called Rumans. Mm-hmm. And um, he ended up um, playing at Princess Charlize and Albert's wedding in Monaco. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's how sure. big he was. And the moment the group split up and he started singing gospel, mm-hmm. he couldn't earn a living. Mm-hmm. Because every church wants him on the stage, but, oh, come on, we are a church. Can you give it to us for lower? Mm-hmm. Can you give it to us for lower? And then I guess that's where scripture comes in. In Afrikaans, we say, betal die arbeider wat om toekom. Pay the worker what, what, what belongs to him. Mm-hmm. I'll get that scripture for you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't know. Add, anyone want to add something? Please do. <laughs> I, I, I would like to say th- uh, something about that because... Yeah, we're actually talking about it before God, yeah, and I yeah. spoke also before you gave the sermon yesterday, and I've always been speaking about it. Tithing, we see it as we are controlled or um, manipulated to to tithe. Tithing was like in the Old Testament, right? And mm. if you spell tithing, T I T H E, and then I said the New Testament people should look at it as 
T H A N K S. Tithing is to give thanks to God. Mm. We shouldn't like, no, I have to pay tithe because of this. Mm. Me personally, I love to tithe because I want to thank the Father mm. for what He's blessed me with. Let me be a blessing to others. I don't tithe to be blessed. Mm. I tithe to give thanks. Mm. But tithing was never about money. Exactly. Mm. God, God does not need your money. <laughs> but He needs your obedience. Exactly. exactly. You understand? And, and yeah. the obedience does not put money in the church's bank account. Mm. Sorry, it puts an investment in your godly That's account. Very true. To that. very true. So it's so wrong. And like you said, it's about the principle of it. You know, it's about the discipline. The discipline. Mm. It's about you showing God that you can trust me. Mm. If if you can trust me with giving you a little bit of me, you can give me more of you, you know, and that's ultimately what it comes down to. It, it's the discipline, you know, I mean, and the principle behind. That is the scripture yeah. yesterday gave yesterday. Um, I think it's Proverbs three, five to six. Trust in the Lord yeah. and do not lean on your own understanding. Exactly. Like some people, they want to lean on their own understanding yeah. and they when trust they God. God. When they look at their budget, yeah, yeah, and then God, like, I'm not going to help you. Yeah. I'm not going to bless you because why would God help someone who's going against His own word? Exactly. Yeah. You, help yeah. you you have to trust him fully. Yeah. But but Brenton, what about that that analogy that I gave a while ago? And mm-hmm. um, just just for the sake of the listeners and for the two of you who haven't heard this, but mm-hmm. but this is very much like like um, a world renowned a pot maker, a potter who mm. works with clay all day long. And when, when they work with these pots, they don't just make it for fun. It's passion. Mm. It's passion that goes into it. And, and, and it's like a potter and a random guy walking into the shop and says, sir, can I please have a pot? Mm. And he takes one of his most prized pots and he gives it to the guy. Mm. And the guy walks out of the shop and he stands outside the shop and he th- takes that pot and he throws it onto the floor and mm. it breaks into pieces. Mm. Now that guy returns and he comes back to the potter and he says, sir, can I please have a new pot. pot. You must understand from from a human point of view, Mm. I will firstly, I'll second guess whether I'll ever give you a pot Mm. again because you just showed me what you're going to do with a pot. But if I want to test you, I'm probably going to go into my storage at the back and I'm going to go look for a pot that's ugly and I'm going to give it back to you and I will base my decision on whether I'm going to give you a new pot Mm. or not based on what you do Mm. with the pot that I've given to you. And the same works with what we are asking God in our financial lives. Mm. We are expecting Him to give us better and to give us more. But you can't steward. And if I'm not mistaken, it was scripture that was given to Abraham where um, where God says, um, I cannot appoint you over the cows on a thousand hills mm. if you cannot take responsibility and ownership mm. over the few that I've given you. Exactly. Exactly. Very, very true. <laughs> it's, 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 it's so powerful because now it's, sort of, it's going into the message of stewardship as well, you know. But the same applies to the flock. You know, and leadership. Um, we are given a flock in ministry, you know, in leadership positions or whatever. And we are meant to steward those people the very same way that we are meant to steward our finances in a godly way, in a way that always glorifies mm. God. And that's what it comes down to. I think you're very right. God is always tense, testing our intent, yeah. always testing our ability to firstly, of course, trust him. But secondly, most importantly, to take care of what he's given us. Any resource that God has given us has been given to us by him. And he wants to see that we are accountable. And tithe is that. It's an opportunity to show accountability to God for the resource that he's given us. Um, And unfortunately, not all of us get it because, like you said, it's always about self. You know, if I give of this resource, 
what's left for me. If I give a little bit of my time, how much time do I have left in the day? My energy, how much energy do I have for me? My money, how much money do I have for me? But stewardship, we're not... Isn't it ironic how how often... um, the excuses we use for not doing the right thing yes. and good excuses. Yeah, no. And, and those excuses, excuses do not make God blind for our mistakes. <laughs> we, we use those excuses to soothe ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as an example, the other day I drove with someone and I hope the person's not listening, but I'm not going to mention the name. And we, we got to a, to a, to a robot and at this specific, um, um, robot, there was a guy and this guy was, he was begging for money. Mm. Okay. Mm. Um, I took a, a 20 rand out of my pocket and I told the guy, my friend, I said, because I wasn't driving, I said, give it to this guy. Mm. And my friend said, no, I'm not giving anything to him. He's going to use this for drugs. Mm. And I said, well, hold on. Do me a favor. Quickly park the car here next to the road. I want to talk to you. Mm. And then he said, I'm not going to park the car. I said, well, either you talk or I get out. Mm. He said, okay, I'll, 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 I'll stop. And then he stopped. I said, listen, the scripture says that we may not judge. Mm. Okay, our job is not to judge. Mm-hmm. My job was to be obedient to God that tells me to give the man 20 rand. Mm-hmm. I'm not responsible for what, what the man does, does with exactly. the 20 rand. And that is a lot of times where we restrict ourselves yeah. from sowing because yeah. we want to make the decision on what someone's going to do with that money. Yeah. You see, my job ends with there's the 20 rand. Mm-hmm. My job is done. Mm-hmm. I was obedient mm-hmm. to God. Period. Mm. What that person does is the moment he receives the 20 rand, he now needs to own up to his own responsibility. And I couldn't care less. I know this sounds very weird, but I couldn't care less if every single 20 rand that I give to someone, they use it for all the wrong things. That's not my, that's not Mm. my business. Mm. My business is me being obedient and giving. Mm. And I think that often becomes a problem in church as well. And it's ironic because the people that has the most to say at a church mm. are the people that gives the little to the yeah. church. Yeah, very true. Anyway, we're not supposed to talk about money. We're supposed to talk about God. <laughs> um, listen to this quickly. Um, I'm not going to say the name of this person, mm. but you spoke about the situation that you guys went through and the miracle that just came through. Yeah. This lady said, I needed this testimony tonight. I am praying for an urgent miracle in one of my family members' lives. So your simple story is okay. not a simple story. Can I just tell you, I wanted Please to do. be very general about it. And the spirit really led me to be direct. You know, I think oftentimes when we don't want to expose our vulnerabilities, we want to generalize, you know, our situations. And he really led me to just to be direct and call it what it was. And thank God that I listened because if it could help somebody else, I just want to tell you, does she have a name or? Don't say her name. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, that... You're exactly positioned perfectly for what God wants to do, perfectly. In your lack, in your family member's lack, in their desperation is the perfect position for God to show up. You know, that's exactly what he wants. He wants the stage set so that all glory and honor will go to him. Don't look at it as a um, a disadvantage. In fact, I know it sounds counterintuitive and you're probably thinking, why would a person say this? But say thank you for that exact position, because that's exactly what God wants. He wants the perfect desperation. He wants it to look like so bleak that all glory and honor will ultimately go to him. And he's he's in your corner. He's rooting for you and he's going to show up. He he's always gonna does. He's going to blow your mind. He's going to blow your mind. 
Oh, while you guys are on that, listen to this, another WhatsApp that just came in. Um, this, she mentioned names, yeah, so I assume I can mention the names. Mm. The lady is called Marquez. Mm. She says, good evening all. May I please ask for prayer for my husband and listen to this. This is very weird. Mm. This is weird, Brenton. Mm. May I please ask for prayer for my husband, Paul. Wow. Wow. He has been diagnosed oh. with microvascular disease. Mm. He's still very young. He's only 49 years old. We are praying for the diagnosis to be reversed in Jesus' mighty name. God bless you guys, Marquez. And then she sent uh, Psalms 29 verse 4 and Psalms 103. Brenton, I don't know. I think maybe myself and you must pray about this because what's the odds of someone mentioning Paul? And we just went through something about Paul. Mm. You know, Paul... Paul pleaded with God about a thorn. Mm. And um, God said to him, no. Mm. Because I will be glorified in that. Mm. And we need to trust God in that situation. Because with the story Paul, look how God took Saul and changed him to Paul. That means God's hand can change anyone any situation Absolutely. whatsoever yeah. but also something you also said um, yesterday Pastor Dwayne and I always say that also I think it's in James 2 or James 4 I'm not sure where the Bible says rejoice in your suffering yes Counter rejoice and be glad yeah. in it because that is where God wants to yeah. call upon him because in Romans Romans 8 where it says we are adopted into Christ where we can call him Abba Father mm. How many of us mm. is calling God as Abba Father mm. instead of making him a light switch? Exactly. Yeah. Why should you make him a light switch? So, yes, we will pray for Paul because his name never came up for mm. no reason yesterday yeah. and today. Mm. And, and, I, and I think, um, Dwayne, I, I believe this is speaking to both of us at the mm. same time about it because mm. we both dealing with a lot of things. We both doing a lot of things and that is also something I want to say straight in your face you have inspired but also reminded me no matter the storm mm. stand on his word mm. because at the end of the storm his victory is mm. there like the devil says checkmate yeah. ah man that story blew my mind so much because we are we are, we are looking at the checkmate but we're not looking at the king mm. Because the king maybe I should maybe I should close the show this evening with that story so the girls can also hear what yeah. the story is. Please do. I think we all need to hear, hear. it. It's yeah. something that we have to hear. Yeah. I'm speaking from my definitely from my own personal. Marquez, I was reminded praying. about yeah. it. We're praying for you as well, and God has the final say. Well, listen, while Paul is yeah, and uh, sorry, I'm going to say this. Yeah, I had to mention the name Paul now. Mm. <laughs> I had to mention Paul from that pulpit yesterday. Mm. You had to. God always takes it mm. and turns it for his good. Mm. Brendan, while we are here, um, quickly pray for Paul. Yes. Father God, we just want to thank you so much for this opportunity to cry out to you, Abba Father. Father, we we handing over Paul to you, Father God, because I believe that it's the same miracle where the people brought the crippled man. Because of their faith, yes, Jesus. Jesus healed that man. And therefore, Father God, we ask for your healing, but your healing spiritually, that Paul will declare what God is doing in his life. Father, I thank you that this family is a testimony, Father God. Jesus. The world gave a diagnosis, 
But you, Father, with the blood of Jesus, diagnose that Paul is free, that Paul is healed, that Paul will be declared as a son and a father and a brother. Therefore, Father God, we give this prayer over to you, trusting you with all of our heart and mind and soul and body, that you are the God of everything, the God of the invisible and the visible of heaven and earth. But we thank you for your hand to be upon Paul, Father God. And whatever you're going to do with Paul, we give you all the glory in that. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. So so do you guys want to hear the story? Let's hear the story. Are you sure sure you want to hear it? And and I'm not telling the story because I think I told a good story. No, this is a spirit-led story, brother. I'm telling the story because it is a good story and I was purely the (laughs) instrument. Okay, so... Are you ready? We're ready. I personally do believe with my entire heart and soul that this isn't just a random story. Yeah. I believe it's a story that is going to mean a lot to a few people. Mm. Hmm? Mm. Don't you think so, Vrindzen? Yes, especially with the painting. Okay, so there's a painting. Okay. This is a true story. Okay. If you go to the Louvre Museum in Paris... There's a few important paintings there. The first important one, of course, is the Mona Lisa. Mm. The second important one is the one of the Last Supper. But there's a third painting that is very few people know about it. And I think the reason why is because the story behind the painting is defeated. Okay? But this painting is a painting called The Devil Calls Checkmate. And it is a picture that was drawn by Leonardo da Vinci with an average Joe human being like me and you sitting and playing chess with against the devil. Okay. Okay. And in the background, there's an angel standing. But the devil calls chessmate, checkmate. And in our personal lives the devil often finds us in a situation where the devil calls checkmate on us. Mm. Okay. But a couple of years ago, a tour started in the Louvre Museum and the tour guide took everyone to see painting by painting by painting and told the story behind every painting. Mm. Little did the tour guide know that one of the guests in the tour was that year reigning world, world champion chess player. So he was part of the tour and he got to that painting and he listened to the tour guide talk and then the tour guide was done and the tour guide moved on and explained the next painting and the next painting and the next painting and probably after two hours the tour guide noted that this one guy isn't part of the tour group anymore. Where is he? So he decided to leave the group at a specific place and he decided to walk back along the entire route to go find out where did he lose this guy Mm. he didn't know this guy was the world champion in chess that year when he got to the chess ball to to the chess the painting of the devil calls checkmate this guy was standing there with his hand on his chin he was looking and the tour guide asked him what are you doing he said this painting is wrong and he said what do you mean this painting is wrong he says the painting says the devil called checkmate but I'm the world champion in chess. Mm. And I can see that this situation is not chess, mate. Mm. And the tour guide asked him, 
Why, what do you mean? <laughs> and he said, and this for me is very powerful words. Mm. He said, because the king still has a move. Powerful. The king powerful. still has a move. Sure. And that's why, that was the punchline of my mm. message yesterday. Your situation mm. might be dire. Your sure. situation mm. might be at road's end. The devil might think that he calls checkmate on your situation. But the king, but the king wow. still has a move. Mm-hmm. Right at the end. Exactly. And isn't it ironic that that painting is removed from the Louvre Museum? Wow. Okay. Because I think the enemy fears yeah. that people truly figure out that the devil didn't call checkmate yeah. mm. because the king still has a move. Sure, so I, I wanted to share that with, wow. with you ladies. Wow. And with someone listening, maybe perhaps with the lady that, that needs a miracle in her family's life, maybe with Marquez, mm. who, uh, whose husband is Paul, the king mm. still has Absolutely. a move. Absolutely. That is amazing. It is a nice story, no? It is a nice story. It's a, it's a fantastic story of truth. Yeah. It's a story I'm going to share also. Are you going to copyright that story now? Oh, no, I won't. You can use it. <laughs> yeah, anyway, you use it the majority of my stuff. <laughs> but, but by the way, if God gave it to me, it's not Absolutely. mine to keep back. Definitely. Mm. There's no copyright on it. Yeah. Share it, Amen. Poppy. That oh. You know me. I'm going to do it. Mm, but it's the I truth. I take and claim and share. It's the truth. It's the truth. So I have a question for the two of you. Um, well, firstly, um, why was it that you swapped roles last time? Why was it that she was seated there and she was seated there? You know, um, this is more her thing. So we're sisters, <sighs> but oh. we 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 have okay. She she has she started the, the the her own blog and things like that, and she does video blogs as well. I am sort of the behind the scenes person, so I love to write, but she loves to be more visual. Um, so when it comes to things like this, she's always... It's well, always no one can evil. see you, yeah. I know, but it still feels like I'm on... You know what I mean? It still feels like I'm... Yeah, I'm seen in a way. So I, we were like, no, you go. It's it's your thing. So that's why it happened that way the last I'm, time. I'm glad you're saying that, Karabha. I mean, how many because I told Karabha the same thing. Yeah. But now she's got you, a mic. You need to be more. Yeah, huh? yeah. And now she's quiet today. I don't understand what's happening. No, I don't. Yes, yeah, she does. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so as two sisters, do you guys get along? Let me ask her. Do you guys get along? Yes, we do. It's, we are very, very, very close. Extremely close. Too close, actually. <laughs> a little have, too close, yeah. yeah. We have, of course, our disagreements now and again. But, yeah, we're biggest needs. We're very close. But it's okay. I'm, I'm, I, I, I work with my mom, with my dad. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's, I promise you, it's not always smooth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But 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 what's nice is this is not like a bad business part who turns his back on you. Yes, yeah. you understand. Definitely. You angry at each other, but definitely. you still have the best of ideas for each other. Definitely. Okay. Anyway, so we've got about we've got about ten minutes left. What's what's happening in your world, and how can people get involved, and how do they contact you guys, and go for it. You wanna go? <laughs> nope. I'll, okay. Okay. You go for it. All right. I'll go for it. Um. So yes. So. Firstly, our channel, uh, Invaluable Grace, um, that's where we actually share the podcast called Brokenness Meets Grace. That is every Wednesday at four o'clock. With everything that's been happening in the past couple of weeks, we have been a little bit out of commission, but we're back this week, thank God. Um, So please tune into that on Spotify and on YouTube. It's Brokenness Meets Grace. 
With regards to our foundation, please, please continue to support us. We do need lots of donations in terms of clothing, shoes, whatever household items you're no longer using for our charity shop. Like we did say, um, it's at the Littleton Center. Uh, if you can drop everything off there, we will reprice and take care of your pre-loved goods and sell them to people who find them as treasures so that we can use the proceeds for the workshops. Um, we are a month and a half in to our Women Unleashed Skills Development Program. The program wraps up in the first week of June. Um, so we're almost there and the women have really just blossomed. It's such an amazing thing that God has um, used this platform to really just change mindsets and just you know, reignite the flame that's in each and every one of their hearts. And um, we're drawing nearer to the end of the first block of our program. But please follow all of our social media pages. I'm going to say the name as slowly as possible. <laughs> but our foundation's name is Basadi Bamushito Foundation. Okay. And it's BBM Foundation. We're on Facebook. We're on, we've got our website. We're on Instagram. Yeah. And on LinkedIn, so please follow us and just anything that you can do to help and assist us is so so welcome. Um, and yeah, that is pretty much it. Well, you can just send me a mail if you like, and yes. I'll make sure that the girls get it. Please, um, Dwayne <laughs> at Radio Pulpit. If you don't know how to spell Dwayne, sport. Okay, S P O R T <laughs> at Radio Pulpit. Sport <laughs> at Radio Consultancy opens it up, and I will forward it to them. Okay, we're not we're not done yet. We've got about six minutes left. Um, Brenton, how did you get involved with these ladies? Wow, well, that. I was helping out a men's shelter. Yes. And um, I just cannot remember how it started or anything, but I think Charmaine, right? Yes. Charmaine, this lady yes. reached out to me, and um, I felt in my heart I need to help. And I helped her. And then one day she told me I need to go to a store shop. And I said, okay, no problem. And then she said, look out for the word BBM. Mm. I couldn't also say the whole full name. <laughs> and when I got to the shop and I came inside, I just knew. I, I, I just felt, Brenton, you need to be involved with this place. And so and from there, I just kept bringing things. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know where they came from. I just kept bringing things because that is what, that is what I'm all about is I, I love to help other ministries. I love to help other people because it's about the kingdom of God. It's the body of Christ. And when I've learned what they are doing, I just said, oh, I asked, did I watch you guys or did I just make myself at home? You made yourself you made at, home. at home. And yeah. We welcomed you because, well, yes, what better guest? So I asked him, yeah, can I, can I help out where I can? Yeah. And from there, I think the most, we, we really, really got involved with the Christmas. The Christmas lunch, yeah. That's when, that's when I, I decided, no, I'm going to walk along with them. Mm. And from there. Good choice. Mm. Yeah. Thanks for allowing him in. Listen <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, to this WhatsApp that just came in. Um, the person asked to remain anonymous. Mm. Okay. Hi to all of you wonderful people on air tonight. Thank you for your program. I listen every Monday evening and I don't miss a Monday. Mm. I am currently, I have currently lost everything. And all my family passed on. I lost my marriage. Mm. I only have my sister who is very sick who I need to take care of every day. I'm in a dark hole. Mm. I'm unemployed, yet the little I get, I stay faithful with my tiny bit of tithes. Mm. But I'm crushed. Mm. Please pray for me. I want to remain anonymous. Mm. I just want to firstly tell this specific person, remain faithful in your tithing, mm. even if you get a little. Mm. 
the blessings from God is not determined by the amount that you tithe. Mm. The amount that you tithe is irrelevant if it comes to the obedience. Mm. And God has got a plan and a purpose, and He made promises, and He will look after you. Yes. I can tell you this, and I'm not going to mention your name on air, but it sounds to me like the enemy is trying to call checkmate on your life. Yeah. But the king still has a move. Yeah. Just I can, remember that. Yeah. I can testify in that because be, just, just before I came to Christ, I lost everything. everything. My car, my identity, my job. My place I was staying at, I lost a lot of things, my mm. relationship with my parents, everything. Mm. Because of addiction and all of that stuff I was involved with, with gangsterism, I lost everything. But when I became born again, I realized I maybe have lost everything, but there's one person I've never lost and yeah. I've never chosen yet. Yeah. And his name is Jesus because mm. he's the one who chose me. Mm. And when I kept my sight on Jesus all the way, mm. being faithful, mm. knowing that I have him, then everything, mm. slowly but surely, Jesus just revealed himself to me. He started blessing me. Mm. He started blessing me. I'm actually blessed being in the station, the mm. radio station. I'm mm. blessed being in a place that I love to be at every single day mm. because I kept my sight on Jesus. Yeah. I never kept my sight on being checkmate, mm. but that king, mm. and his name is Jesus. Mm. I pray that happens for you also. Yeah. We can testify to Definitely. Say, like, my God. Work. Starting this foundation was not an easy one. Mm. You know, we were also stripped of, of everything. Everything. Yeah. Mm. You know, and what you're saying, faithfulness is really just the, the secret ingredient yeah. to enduring. Mm. You know, and that is what Christ calls us to do, to not be the most um, righteous person, but mm. to be the most faithful. Yeah. It's the one who endures till the end, mm. who receives a reward. Mm. You know? So, yeah. But the scripture that comes to mind for me now is um, um, Galatians. Galatians chapter 6 is one of my favorite quotes. But scripture says, um, let us not grow weary for doing good, for mm. in due season we will reap if we do not lose heart. Yes. And then scripture goes further and it says, he who sows to the flesh yeah. will off the flesh reap yeah. corruption, yeah. but yeah. he who sows to the spirit will off the spirit reap everlasting life. life. Do yeah. not be deceived, for God yeah. is not mocked. Yes. Yeah. For what a man sows, yes. he shall also reap. Matthew 19 uh, says, All things with these men is impossible, but with but God, with God all things are possible. Amen. Mark 10, 27, mm. Luke one thirty seven. If the word of God says that, why can't we hold on to his yes. word? Keep That's it. the best option you can yeah. do. Hold on to the hand of God that yeah. turns tables around. Yeah. Definitely. Yes. Yes. When am I getting invited to your podcast? Or to oh your my gosh, we were actually talking this after because we recorded um, Wednesday session last week on Sunday. Yesterday. Yesterday we recorded Wednesday session. By the way, just FYI, the the the, the um, oh, no. but it's just a, like a teaser so that they watch. It's <laughs> a good idea. Yeah? yeah, it's it's a Mother's Day special, so it's actually an episode with our mom, and we're talking about parenting and how to parent from brokenness. Um, using God's grace to make you a good parent. So Mother's Day special. Please tune in to Brokenness Meets Grace on Spotify and YouTube this Wednesday. So Dwayne, we do need a a a a a, a person for the next session. So we are recording. He's doing a happy dance. <laughs> You're letting him in. <laughs> so yes, now we know. Now we've told everybody that the other episode is going to have Dwayne in it. So now you have to on be there. live. Radio. radio. So you cannot not. Yeah, radio. now you have to have to. Mm, 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 mm. This mm. is my food, Poppy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you can bring it. I'm so happy they didn't have me for Mother's Day. 
I can't say much about being a mother. I can say a lot about my mother. Yeah. Mm. Mm, sure. <laughs> okay, anyway. Brendan, we're done with this evening. I really enjoy spending time with these girls. Me too, man. I love it. We love being Thank here. You so much. Thank you. Thank you. Well, um, let's see where the road takes us. Mm. Yeah. No one, we never know what God's plans are for our future. Just, just maybe yeah. we'll spend time together very shortly. Praise Jesus for His glory. Well, girls, your testimony means something to someone. Um, What an amazing program tonight. Thank you, Dwayne, and all your guests. Wow. Thank you you for the WhatsApps that came in. You guys really make it awesome for us to be on air. It's nice to know that people's actually listening and interacting (laughs) with us. Um, That being said, check out the podcast for this program, please. It will be released on Tuesday at 12 a.m. You can go check it out at www.radiopool.co.za. Alternatively, the rebroadcasts Wednesday morning early hours or Saturday morning drive from 7 to 8. You can listen to this program again. Brenton and ladies, thank you very much once again for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Love you with the love of the Lord. And um, this is not the last time we'll see each other. (laughs) Anyway, Hoti, I see you again, eh? Yes, very soon. Do we drive safe tonight and come back tomorrow safe? Will do. Uh, Earlier in the program, I told you guys that I would just like to honor uh, my good friend who's Right now, probably singing to the angels. Um, but my good friend, Adam Barnard, who passed away uh, last year. Um, Adam, I wanted to take a moment and just acknowledge the work that you've done for Christ while you were on earth. And um, I want to play out with a song by Adam. The song is called Op Bergestan. It was a privilege being with you guys tonight. And I um, can't wait to talk to you again next week, same time, same place. This is Adam Barnard with Op Bergestan.